a content warning. This episode features some body horror and quite a bit of talk about blood. While the descriptions are not especially graphic, they are prevalent throughout the episode. If you can make it past the five and a half minute mark, you can probably handle the rest. If not, or if you don't want to try, we'll catch back up with you in a couple episodes. We'll have a special recap so that you can get the important plot points without all the disturbing bits. Now, let's get into some wild endeavors. Previously on Wild Endeavors. The Wayward Sons rushed to the aid of their old friend Mikhail, only to find a town on fire and many of the citizens pointing to Mikhail as the cause of the blaze. They then ran into another face from their past, Kara Nilo, who told the companions that she believes Mikhail has the legendary Crucius known as Calverlathe. Again rushing after Mikhail, the Wayward Sons now stand at the base of a tower that's been twisted and corrupted by a dark force. This is the story of the Wayward Sons, featuring Devin Salisbury as the elven wizard Varys Leodon. Does anybody have interest in flying up there? Adam Rogers as the gnome rogue Malkin Kessel. We, we, all, we all float here. Evan Chamberlain as the human cleric Elemin Corster. None of this is screaming good to me. Nick Feely as the elven fighter Aramil Galadinel. Do we think we could just leave? Amy Josno as the Dwarven Barbarian, Thorina Thunderhelm. Yeah, I'm gonna smash some shit. And I'm Thomas Marsetti, the GM and producer of These Are Wild Endeavors. You are the worst. And that is where we're gonna end for tonight. Jesus. Worst. We got no And now, episode 25, Through a Tower Darkly. five of you stand near the base of the tower. Black ooze slides slowly down the outer walls. It has the consistency of hot tar and looks exactly like the stuff that ran from the mouths and eyes of the Anuris you just killed. Almost like a moat, a pit runs around the structure. It's deep enough that it's hard to see the bottom, if that is in fact a bottom at all. The edge of the pit runs right up to the tower. In fact, it looks like whatever made the pit took some chunks out of several of the foundation stones. At the four cardinal points, sets of double doors offer entrance to the tower, though their thresholds were apparently casualties of the pit as well. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to use my ring to jump, hammer first, get a nice little wind up, and just smash right through the door. I'm not even going to make you roll for that, yeah. If you just throw yourself at the door, the door just explodes when Baharath hits it. And you land, like, on your feet, not a problem, inside the hall. Okay. This chamber is very large. Far too large for what this tower should be able to hold. The The tower should be only about 100 feet across. Uh, this chamber is easily three or 400 feet across. 
instead of the worn and aged stone that you remember from the last time you were here. The floor, the walls, and the ceiling are all made up of glistening red stone. Each of these stones is the size of like a medium shield. It's not like a it's not like a brick. These are like big stones. And when you look closer, you can see that each block has like uh, a grain or like striations to it. Um, it almost reminds you of like a, like a meat or a muscle. Coming out of the floor along the base of the walls and climbing up are thick bulbous black veins that almost climb like ivy up the this red stone, but it's very clearly uh, more a meaty organic rather than like a plant-based. Um, some are as thick as ropes, and some are as big around as uh, as elements torso, and they climb the walls as far up as you can see. You remember now that there was a statue of Salune in the center of the room. You remember that mostly because there seems to be a very clear absence of a statue in the center of this room. There's a platform where there should be one, and instead there is a grotesque ar- like arrangement of flesh. It looks almost like someone took a large intestine uh, the size of a blue whale and tried to make a coil pot out of it. Uh, the thing looks wet, a little bit too red, and you would swear when you see it out of the corner of your eye that it is like it is shuddering. But when you look directly at it, it is still. Everyone outside, you can see that, that Thorina lands inside a room on the other side of the door, and that the, the sunlight because of the angle of it, doesn't seem to go very far into the room, but you can tell it's a very open room. Like, limited of what you can see through that doorway, there's not a lot around her. Does, does it look like what we would have expected the first floor to look like of the regular tower? So you remember that the, the main floor was a large, like, single hall. Um, again, it was like... An, intended to be a gathering space. So there should be, as far as you know, a very large room right at the the base of the the tower. So from what little you can see and what honestly what little you remember, this seems to line up. Uh, I'm going to get the staff of telekinesis and I'm going to hand it to Varys and go um, well, the one I already have. Oh, you already have it? Oh shit, that's right. I forgot to give it to you. Okay. Uh, Can you, you know, what, what do you mean? Use the telekinesis staff and move me over there. Like, just not even a please, nothing? I agree. <laughs> Didn't I? <laughs> I apologize. I'll, there, attempt to, I'll attempt to telekinesis him over there. You do? And he steps across into the threshold and into the room with Tarina. Um, Alright, who's next? I am 100% going last. Okay. I want to. I wish, that, like, at the last second, I could have like leaped. I don't know if we could wreck on that. Leap onto like his his back as he started to like float across the the uh, thing. Sure, go ahead and roll. Oh come on! Don't, um, I'm gonna say, don't try anything, man. I want to get a point. <laughs> there's a never-ending pit below. Now it's not the time for jokes. <laughs> it's too late. 
So yeah, so as he starts to float over, you go and leap, and there's a moment where like you go to grab like on his shoulders, and your hands slide on his tabard. Halfway down his back, you like are able to grab a bunch of his tabard and like hold yourself there. And the two of you make it across. Okay. What happened to the owl? <laughs> That's a fair question. Where's the owl? Currently circling above. Okay. I'll send Aramil across. Okay. I'll um, ask the owl to come down, swoop on my shoulder. I'll give him a little scratch and make him disappear. And then I will use my uh, uh, race ability to just teleport across. As soon as Varys steps across, the doors close very gently behind him. And there is the sound of a massive rush of air. It almost sounds like something is sighing contentedly, but it would have to be something huge, something like the size of a tower or, you know, whatever. Well, shit. And we find a clockwork chinchilla <laughs> to lead us through the bank. <laughs> So looking up and around you, you remember that the last time you hear the the ceiling was mostly open, opening onto a balcony on the second floor. The statue of Salune rose up from the center of the chamber all the way almost up to the ceiling that would be like the floor of the third floor. So that balcony, you remember, was probably about like 30 feet up, whereas now you see the balcony above you is closer to 90 feet and about halfway up, the wall begins to curve inward ever so slightly. So instead of the, the balcony jutting out at like a right angle, there's a very gentle slope to where the, the edge of the balcony is that surrounds the, the second floor and looks down onto where you are. So you also remember last time there were some spiral staircases in between the, the four doors into this chamber. You do not see those staircases. Does it, that neat statue look like any type of something like of worship? Like somebody would worship it? I'd say with your background as an acolyte, this gives off a worshipy kind of vibe. Though it seems more demonic rather than divine. The gods tend to prefer statues of their likenesses or something that exalts them. Whereas the more demon-inclined of the August are known to like to toy with mortals by convincing them to make exceedingly weird or disgusting effigies for them to worship. Any particular demon of note? Go ahead and roll for that. Now, are we talking like a lesser demon or a demon lord? You're pretty sure there are no telltale signs of any of the most uh, well-known so-called demon lords. Since that roll was so good, um, to give you just a little bit more... You also deduce that, given the amount of influence it has exerted in changing the tower and whatever it did to the Anurus, um, that its power is considerable. And you are pretty sure that it is the kind of august being that hasn't spent much time in the mortal realm, uh, nor the hellish realms. Ooh. Guys, I think this is uh, being brought by some kind of demon lord. We need to be very careful here. So I shouldn't fire an arrow right into the statue, is what you're saying? I probably would not. I wouldn't advise it. 
but I just want to like shoot arrows at stuff. I look, and I understand, <laughs> brother, but uh, maybe just uh, hold on a minute. Um, I almost guarantee you we will run into something that is going to warrant an arrow shot. <laughs> hmm. Well, guys, where do we go? This was uh, this was your rodeo. Wait, how is it our rodeo? We were here last time. I've never been here. Oh, but this isn't the tower we were in. This is totally different. It's very similar. If I... Um, does it look like there's liquid flowing through the veins? When you drop closer to them, you notice they do move ever so slightly. Uh, almost like the tiniest of little breaths. But it's really hard to tell if you're seeing some black that is inside the veins or if the veins are just black. If this is going where I think you're going, uh, I'll say that on a cursory scan, the veins run up the walls in a way that make them look very climbable. All right. Um, I guess we can climb up it. It just, it's... Mm. But none of this is screaming good to me. <laughs> I mean, I felt like we had that idea when we like came here and there was a pile of dead bodies to sort through. so like <laughs> we didn't expect anything good when we came here I'm just saying right? I'm just thinking out loud I didn't expect it to be this alright I'm gonna I'll climb up it fuck it I can get uh, some of us to fly if you really want to fly no no uh, I, I I don't mind but, I mean you seem pretty party you're pretty strong you have muscles yeah, no, I climb. I don't mind climbing. It's just, uh, it's, it's a little gross. This man just through like nineteen zombies and he's grossed out by a wall. Right. Well, I'm gonna gross or not, the veins stay fast as Element takes hold, hoists himself up, and then begins climbing the wall. I jokingly shoot an arrow like close to him to scare him, but <laughs> but not close enough to hit him. It's one of those, like, uh, my nerves are on edge because mm. of the situation. It's like, when it thunk, I'm like, oh, mmm, <laughs> be one of those. You know? So you know immediately it's Aramel? I mean, who else is it going to be? <laughs> I, I do look back, and I just give him this look. I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> I just shrug my shoulders. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Does it feel... Like it's pulsating when I'm grabbing these vines. When you when you grab and like put a little pressure on it, yeah. Like almost like it's a there's a beat behind it, like mm-hmm. a heart. Mm-hmm. This tower is alive, guys. I I really think this tower is alive. I can feel a heartbeat in this sinew in this muscle. Maybe let's try not to piss it off by shooting arrows at it. <laughs> Do we think we could just leave? I mean, we you could can't think of a reason it. why not. I mean, I can get us out of here real quick. Are we getting out? What are we? We're trying to get a Crucius here, right? We heard there's a Crucius here. Yeah, there is a Crucius here. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a gentleman here too. Mikhail. Mikhail. Yes. This, yeah. From what you remember, Mikhail was not magically inclined. He, his focus, his expertise was in the martial arts. He was kind of what we would, you know, mechanically think of as like a straightforward fighter. But the last time you talked to him, he was astrally projecting himself to you. And he was talking about reopening the Arcanum and reading through Lore's notes. For someone to come in a into a large amount of power very quickly... Sounds like a warlock. We're, we're getting, like, new currently. 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Also, I know that this what I, well, what I know because I know about the war and all the champions that the man who ha- had that amulet was a warlock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Shit. Does anybody have interest in flying up there? I'll volunteer. You want to fly? You don't want to climb? I mean, it'll, it's faster, right? I mean, I don't know. You're pretty strong. How fast can you climb? You want to race? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll climb and you fly somebody. We'll see how fast we can get there. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. And go. So Thorina starts going ham on the wall. Um, at, at actually, at such a pace that she is on track to well outpace Elevin. And Varys is just standing on the ground. Because <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> he's trying to fake you out, yeah. Well, he succeeded, and I'm already halfway up the thing and passing Elvin. <laughs> like, hey, bye. How much farther up do I gotta go? So you stop and take a quick look around, uh, you know, lean out from the wall a little bit to try to look as far up as you can. Um, and it might just be the angle that you're at, but it almost looks like the second floor is still about 90 feet above you. When you look down, you see that you're a good 30 feet off the ground, uh, but it just seems like y- you feel like you should be a little bit closer to the top than you are. All right, I'll keep going. Okay. Where am I on the climb? You are. Ca- you have... You're basically catching up to him as he like his stops and like takes a look, look around, like up and down and around. You are kind of coming up even to him, and so. But you also like when you look up, you're like, "There's a there's a lot more of this left than I thought there should be. Um, I thought I should be a lot higher." Do we see them still mm-hmm. from where we are? Yeah, they are. They're about a third of the way up. Okay. I'm going to yell up and see if they ask if they can see anything from that viewpoint. Flesh, flesh, more flesh. Let's, for our climbers, let's get another check. So, as you are climbing up, like, pulling yourselves up by these these vein vines, you've come to the point where the, the wall starts to kind of slope out just a little bit. So little by little, like as you are, it's it's actually not very hard to like to grab onto these things and pull yourself up, but as you do, like little by little, you're starting to tilt backwards. Well, boy, I'll fly. Is that a bird motion there, Melvin? We we all we all float here. Oh, dude, <laughs> you'll float too. <laughs> yeah, I'll cast uh, fly. And, uh... Can we hold hands like we're tandem skydiving, except we're going up instead of down? The three of you begin to fly upward. You quickly overtake the climbers, and as you look down at them, once you're past, you also notice that you're a good distance off the ground, but that the top doesn't seem much closer to you. I'll say in the link, so we're all seeing this, right? Seeing what? That we're not rising nearly as quickly as yeah, I've we no- thought. Yeah. Varys, uh, could this be some kind of illusion? Can I, do I get um, any sense of an allusion to this? Like, what's what we're experiencing? Go ahead and make a check. With that and your background in magic, you are certain that this is not an illusion. There are some weird arcane currents in the room, but they are not of the illusory sort. Ugh. Okay. 
Do I get a sense of any sort of planar change happening? You don't sense anything, but as you are looking down and seeing the height of that, you are reminded of the fact that this tower should only be like 100 feet across, and the room below you is 400 feet across. So there is there is definitely a disconnect between what is physically around you and what should be physically possible around you. Okay. Can we just keep going up? Like, we're not in danger, it's just weird for, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, climbers, let's roll again. So, as you continue to climb, the slope that seemed very gentle from the floor is now much more aggressive. As you climb, you get to a point where you feel parallel to the floor. It's almost like moving along, like, upside down on monkey bars. And you can see, like, the, the ledge, like, the lip of the balcony is still ahead of you. It's still about 20 feet or so. From the ground, it did not look like any part of the wall should be parallel to the floor. As you are looking at this, and as you are moving along, Elemen, you you grab it at one of these vein vines and miss it and be, like slip off of it, and that shift in your weight pulls your other hand off, and you begin to fall. Oh, shit. Of course. The flyers, as you are moving up, you see Elemen begin to fall off, and he's about at the same height as you right now, but he's going to fall pretty fast. I'm going to cast Feather Fall on him. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, Elemen starts starts to fall much more slowly, but he is falling. I'm going to try to fly over and push him to the wall again. Okay. Yeah, so I'll say that he's he's now about 30 or 40 feet away from where Thorina is on the wall. And you are now significantly lower, too, and looks like the other two flyers are much higher than you thought they were. But he's back on the wall. You've saved him. Can you do me a favor, Varys, before you fly off? I'm not planning on flying off right away. What's up? Okay, can you take the rope that's attached to my bag and wrap it around me and one of these vines? Sure. That way, if I fall, I can try to catch myself. I begin to do that, then. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so I guess seeing that Varys has saved Elemen from falling, the rest of you that are looking down the flyers and Thorina... You see that the floor now looks to be about 200 feet below you. Thorina, assuming that seeing that, that Elemen and Varys are safe, you continue to climb? Uh, yes. Okay. So up ahead, and this seems like it can't be right, but it looks like the wall continues to curve to the point where the lip of the ledge, the lip of the balcony on the second floor, starts to tip downward toward the first floor. Almost like the top of a wave when it just starts to break. And you continue to move your way around, like, along the wall, like, what you were thinking is up the wall, and this starts to turn into, like, you moving downward toward the first floor. But you are just, like, your grip is like iron. You've got this, you're moving along your feet are finding all the right marks, you're climbing your way up, and you finally get your hand at the ledge, like what should be the floor of the second story balcony, and you look up past the ledge, 
but instead of up, you see just the floor of the like the the chamber below you, and it's a good two hundred and fifty feet below you now. And it's very tough at this point, but you pull yourself up over the ledge and onto the second story balcony. And what do I see on the second story balcony? Is it like just a reflection of not an actual reflection, but like is it floor above me and below me? There's there's a weird moment where like you are pulling yourself in a direction and then you realize that like gravity is not holding you back the way that you are pulling it but you are still moving up but it seems like you're moving down and then you are fully on that ledge and uh, I think at about the same time um, Aramil and Malkin crest up beyond that ledge as well and so the three of you being up where the, the second level should be you look back down and you see Elemin is clinging to the wall below you and Varys is tying up some rope on him and Elemin's only like two feet below you. Where oh. you're where you're standing on the ledge, it's ten feet to the floor of the chamber. This is like a total mindfuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you guys good? Uh I mean you're like right there. Just grab on the, the What? Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, they they sound far away from you, Bears. They sound like they're about 90 feet up. What? <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, because we kind of, we knew that there was some illusion going on. We kind of talked about it. So I'm just going to say, like, when you're up here, it only looks like we're 10 feet off the ground and you guys are right there. So something's going on with the illusion. Once you arrive on the ledge. I think there's something wrong with Airmill again. I'll whisper to Element, I think our whole party's they're they're done, dude. We should leave them. <laughs> we gotta cut our eyes and fucking get out of here. Yeah. Um So tell me if you wanna do it a different way, but I imagine like that Aramil and Malkin land on the ledge and are looking down and seeing like again, you could you feel like you can almost touch Element and he is starting like to struggle on the wall, but it's almost like it's almost like like watching a baby that's on its back and just like its limbs are kind of flailing and he's not moving but he's like there's vines and he's like I'm coming and mm-hmm. Elemin you are you're climbing for your life and it is another it is another hundred feet of hard climb for you to get up to the ledge and as I'm soon as to... oh go ahead Varys uh, I will uh, be assisting him as well if I can sure, sure. while I'm flying I'll just kind of like hold on to his back so mm-hmm. he doesn't like yeah, yeah, and so you get to the point where like the rope won't go any farther because it's it's only so long, and so like you have to go back down and like or I well yeah I don't want you to lose your rope so you go back down and like untie it while he continues to climb, and so you eventually like the two of you come back like up over the lip of the edge as well, and again Element has that moment where he feels like he's climbing upward but is looking down at the floor and then finally catches the ledge and pulls himself up and the two of you look back down and see the floor of the chamber below you about like 10 feet down. Oh. The fuck? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. 
so you you find yourself it's it's a it's a platform it's roughly like 20 feet by 20 feet it seems like this might be the kind of platform they might have used to address a large crowd that had come into the temple at some point but it's only about 10 feet off of the main floor you do see now like in the wall at the back of this platform there's a doorway with stairs beyond it that are leading up well once more into the breach Yep, there's only one place to go from here. We're certainly not going back down. <laughs> so you make your way up the, the stairway, and again, the, the floor and the walls, and you can't quite see the ceiling above, but it's all that red stone that has that really awkward striation. Makes it look like meat, but like if you touch it, it's very clearly solid. It's very, it's, it feels like rock to the touch. It just looks organic. At the top of the stairway, a doorway opens into an, an oval-shaped room. The longer direction of it is about 50 feet, and the oval is about 30 feet at its widest point, the other direction. There's nothing in this room save for four pedestals made of that same weird red stone. On top of each of them is the bust of a humanoid. And their features are hard to make out because they seem to be made of flayed flesh. The pedestals closest to you are about 15 feet apart and are about 5 feet from you and the walls. The other pair of pedestals are similarly placed on the far side, about 5 feet from the door, 5 feet from the closest wall. So does this look similar to the room with the four pedestals last time? I think it's hard to not be reminded that you were trapped in a room with four pedestals with four busts on it last time you were here. Yeah, so I'm going to say that to the group. Last time, these we were trapped in a room like this by an invisible barrier, and water started coming out of the statues, and I can't remember how we got out of it, but we did, but it was not fun. So just something to keep in mind. So you had used some of your clothes, some of your fancy, like, noble clothing to block some of the mouths to slow the water. And then you broke three of the busts, and that, like, stopped the water from flowing and dropped the the force field that was keeping you there, and the water, like, rushed out. Gotcha. Does this appear real? How are you trying to determine that? I'm just trying to get my... I want to close my eyes and just kind of amplify, try to amplify my senses and just kind of take in the surroundings, see if I smell anything weird, any, mm-hmm. hear any, like maybe footsteps or enchanting, like anything that's trying to affect our mind. Okay. Uh, roll perception. The smell of meat and blood is very heavy in the air. And again, there is no sign of any sort of illusory magic. Okay. Pretty real so far. I am going to cast True Sight on myself. Just if anybody's wondering, my eyes are like glowing gold, like out of my helmet. Go ahead and remind us what that does. Absolutely. For the duration, the creature has True Sight, notices secret doors hidden by magic, and it can see into the ethereal plane. You see that nothing in front of you really changes. Okay. This room appears to be as it is. Uh, I, I was, I'm going to let him know. I 
I'm seeing things like they should be. Everything looks correct. I think we gotta fuck up these statues. Maybe we can destroy them from range without having them set off the trap to begin with. Or the shot. I'm gonna try the siege crossbow on one of the statues. Okay. (laughs) I can't remember what the feature of the siege crossbow is. Something about buildings. I don't know. It does does extra damage against buildings. Uh, It basically does double damage against buildings um, or structures. Okay. So go ahead and just roll for damage. You're not gonna miss the statue. Your crossbow bolt hits one of the busts and it just explodes into like a like just a burst of meat. And nothing seems to change. Okay. Any anyone else wanna try or you want me to keep going? Thorina, you wanna use that hammer throw thing? Uh yeah, I was actually going to say that. I know you like breaking stuff, so Yeah, I'm gonna smash some shit. I okay. step aside I, I step aside and gracefully do the like your turn. <laughs> so go ahead and just roll for damage. So when you're when Baharoth flies out and smashes into this bust, it actually takes about six inches off the pedestal as well. As the bits of flesh and this weird red stone are falling to the ground, you can see that underneath the bust, it looks like there is flesh within the pedestal as well. And other than that, nothing seems to have changed. Okay. Well, that's not normal. Can I pick up one of those red bricks? Uh, yeah, if you want to, like, you can move into the room to pick up one of the red bricks. I'd like to examine that red brick. What are you doing to examine it? I'm going to do a medical check on it to see if it is some type of muscle, bone, anything like that. I'll even smell it if I have to, just to kind of get a smell. You know what? I'm also going to, I'm going to lick it. It's like, (laughs) that will give you more information. Uh, maybe more than you wanted. So in smelling it and like moving it around your hands, like, you know, giving it a little bit like pressure and like poking it and like seeing how it flexes and then in licking it, it gives off all the properties that you would expect of meat, bone, stone, and of blood. If you could imagine how those four things would combine into something, that's what this is. I'm going to relay that in the link and I'm also going to suggest... Oh god, ew. (laughs) Guys, we need to stop speaking out loud. I have a really bad feeling that this building is alive. You are cut off as the door closes behind you. The wall almost like heals up. The doorway disappears. You see the wall on the far end close as well. And then blood begins to geyser out of the two busts that are no longer there. There is so much blood coming out of them that the room is already starting to fill with blood. So by the time you react, there's already about a half a foot in the room with you. It's just me by myself? Yep. Ah, shit. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Okay. Just with, I guess with my, um, with my sword, uh, my great sword now, I'm going to go ahead and just make an attack at that fleshy meat wall. Like where where the door used to be? Yeah, where the okay. door used to be. Okay. So that's a crit. You cut into the stone like you wouldn't expect you could cut stone. But at the same time, like you don't you don't cut into it the same way you would expect you would into flesh. So basically like you leave a slash mark into the wall, mm-hmm. but it is not nearly as deep as you would hope, but you have left a mark. Yeah. Okay. 
So, and as you strike that wall with that critical hit, you can feel the the life song resonating throughout your sword, coming through the armor, in through your arms into the sword, and you feel just like this a minor vibration throughout your body, the same way that you felt like when when the bracers woke up when Kara got both of them, like just this, the life song just like reverberating throughout you. You don't notice any change, but you that's what you felt. Okay. Um, I'm going to misty step to where uh, that side of the room. Okay. So you, you pop into existence on that side. The, there's just blood gushing from those two busts already up around, like, past your ankles. Uh, there's two big slash marks on the wall where Element has clearly like, started going to town. I'd like to uh, put my hand on Element's shoulder and Dimension Dora's back with the rest of the room. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. My worst fear is drowning. And worse than that is drowning in blood. And I just look at him and I'm like, what the hell was that, man? You just walk into the room, don't even look for traps, nothing. <sighs> yeah. Old, you know, old habits, I guess. I don't know. The stairway is dark, save from probably Malkin's swords and Elliman's armor are both giving off light. So you're not in complete darkness, but it's fairly dim. Uh, it looks like there's just a, a flat wall uh, at the top of the stairs and you can hear the water continuing to gush on the other side. Should we just wait and see what happens? I mean, there's, there's I don't have any powers. There's, there's nothing I can do. Well, not with that kind of attitude. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I can do shy of just getting us back into that room. But I wouldn't advise that. Why don't we just go back into that room and try to destroy the other two statues? Well, they're just gonna start geysering out. See if, but see if it stops. Isn't that what happened last time? We stuffed them up. I'm pretty certain. Yeah, but once we destroyed them all, it stopped. I honestly don't remember. Aramil remembers. I'll go smash things with you. Let's go. We just have to like do it fast so we don't yeah. drown. So yeah, so I will go destroy a statue, and you go destroy a statue, and let's do it. Well, how do we get back in if the walls are closed? I can only bring one of you. Pick me. I agree. I was trapped in the room the first time we did this. I don't want to be trapped in it again. <laughs> I can breathe. Un- okay, is breathing underwater count for breathing under blood? No. Why? Basically the same stuff. Minus really. the iron and the other elements, you know. Yeah. Here, do some breathing exercises right. real quick. Get ready. <laughs> there you go. I'm just smashing two things, and I'm good to go. So let's do it. I mean, I will help out the best I can. Varys, you feel a hand on your shoulder and Thea is looking at you. Her eyes are wide in fear and she's like, you're not you're not going to go back in there, are you? Yep. <laughs> Alright, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> go. I'm going to bring you back just so you can horrified. watch me die. <laughs> oh, I take some deep breaths and I will hold my breath. Thorina holds her breath and Dimension Door or something. Remind me what that looks like. Um, it kind of looks like darkness kind of surrounding us. It kind of pours off of me onto her mm-hmm. and kind of sur- like the way I look, like really, like with the stars and everything, kind of surrounds her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a shell, kind of. And we kind of 
shooting star, both of us disappeared. So, the same kind of thing in reverse, and you appear in the center of the room, kind of the center of where the, the pedestals were. Yeah, I wanted to angle as closer to the other two. Okay. So you're probably only like ten feet from either one of them. There is now about three feet of blood in the room with you. Uh, the two busts in front of you are bleeding from the eyes, the nose, the mouth, and the ears. It's kind of trickling down into the room, and you can hear the two uh, pedestals behind you, like, geysering blood. And as you... Varys, if you're, like, are taking a scan of the room, you can you see Thea, like, walk through the wall behind you into the room, so she's she's there with you. I'm gonna focus on what I'm here to do. Okay. And smash some shit. <laughs> okay. So it does take like every bit of your movement to wade through this blood to get through to get to one of the pedestals. Okay. But you can you can get there. Alright, so I'm gonna do my first hit on it. That was a crit. So that pedestal then as you come crashing out. It destroys the bust. It breaks the top of the pedestal. You can see that, like that meat tube in the center of the stone tube, and blood begins to geyser out of there as well. I also need you to roll a d100. Ninety-six. Okay, so you also feel the life song resonating through your crucius. And as Baharoth crashes into the bust, there is a burst of energy. And this little shockwave smacks into you and Varus like a gauntleted fist to the face. Uh, you both take damage. So, Malkin, you hear an explosion on the other side of the wall. In addition to, you, you hear that liquid just like gushing into the room beyond. And obviously it's like a solid flesh wall, right? Mm -hmm. Can I, like, stab into the wall? You can try, yeah. So you make make a mark in the stone. Uh, it's It's not a very deep, very significant one, but you've done some damage to it. Can I just say through the link, like, what, or ask through the link, like, is everything okay? Everything okay in there? So far. <laughs> Alright, I tried to like bust in, but it didn't work. I gotta I gotta sharpen my, my sword. Well, we got one more to go. Alright. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for checking in on us. <laughs> we're we're not submerged yet, are we? It's just it's the more it can No, it's I'm not I'll say it's three feet, so Aramil is probably it's barely to your waist. Uh, and we need like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how tall is three? Like four six. Um, it I'm is old. it is rising very quickly, but it's not there yet. Well, I am going to focus my attention on the last buzz. I am going to cast an eldritch. Well, first I'm going to activate the life song. Okay. And then I'm going to cast an eldritch blast. So that bust explodes as the like one beam hits it and kind of starts to crack it. Another one hits it and a big chunk flies off. And the third one hits 
and the thing just explodes. And blood starts to kind of geyser out of that one as well. The blood is now up to about four feet, and the room is filling even more rapidly than before. Um, I would like to get as close to Varys as possible and be like, grab my amulet in a minute. So I'm going to try to get to him. Okay. If I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to get to him, get in the amulet. Can I do that? All in the same with like him grabbing it. Do we know that? Yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, you can get to him. Like, put the amulet in his hand and then hop into it if that's what you want. Okay. Yeah. So what does that remind me? What that looks like with you hopping into the amulet? It's basically like I put my hand to the tip of it and I just start going in and it just kind of like. So, Varys, you are standing in this room. You have the amulet, which is the dimension door to Thorina's and uh, and Dickie's dimension. And the room is filling with blood very, very quickly. I will take this moment to ask Thea. One, do you know uh, of any help? things here in the situation because it looks a little dire mm-hmm. and if not can you see on the other side of that door and I'll point to the other door roll perception for her she says the only thing I have for the current situation would be to try not to drown in blood <laughs> beyond that door there's another set of stairs how, how do you know I can see things a little bit differently now. How far apart are the bus geysers apart from each other? There's basically two pair. By each door, they're about 15 feet apart from each other. And then they're about 45 feet apart, like from the opposite set of them. Okay. That's not going to work then. Yeah, I, uh, I will misty step back to the group. Okay. What's the verdict? I'm dripping in blood. It's still going. Mm. Shit, I'm sorry. I really thought that would work. Worked last time. There are stairs on the other side of the door. How do we get we, there? We can try to, like, bust over there. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm going to need all of you to roll strength. So as you are standing at the top of those stairs, trying to figure out what you're going to do next... The wall explodes, and there is a rush of blood, and it sweeps all of you down the stairs. Elemen and Aramil, you're able to kind of catch yourself, like slow yourselves. You stop on that platform at the base of the stairs. Malkin, Thorina, and Varys, you are swept over the edge. You are going to take damage from the fall. Rude. Back in the central chamber on the ground floor, the three of you pick yourselves up. As you look up, we see Aramil and Elemen are standing on a balcony dripping with blood. They and the stairs leading back to the room with the busts are 90 feet of muscle-like stone and black veins above you.
I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> give me a little. Give me <laughs> a detail or two. <laughs> we're just gonna. We're just gonna do that thing, and that's just what we're gonna do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll roll. Do yeah, that thing. <laughs> do that thing right now. How big of a gap is this? Twenty feet. This is just another Tuesday for me. Well, what do you do on Tuesday? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how far is that gap? Still 20 feet. <laughs> 20 feet, okay. Uh, we did this again. <laughs> yeah, our dumbasses did it twice. <laughs> I played Michael Darling, the little kid, in the in our first grade production of Peter Pan. <laughs> That's awesome. First and last stage appearance. <laughs> Is that on our IMDb page? It wasn't, my, it wasn't my first. I played Papa Bear in kindergarten. <laughs> okay. So Elements are uh, uh, Evan played Papa Bear in a couple uh, couple years ago in our campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was just a regular bear, but yeah, you're right. I was in, I was going to suggest at one point if we if Somebody could try to like just close their eyes and climb. <laughs> Seven. Uh, fourteen. Okay, which How is impressive. Seven. So your... I want to talk about it. Two rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I rolled a seven. <laughs>